if accepting something from someone else is difficult, there's only one thing you need to do. Somebody gives you something, focus on the heart of the matter, dismiss the past beliefs that you've had and simply accept it and say thank you. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Welcome back, Conscious Investor, and very Merry Christmas to you. For those of you who've been listening to the show for oh the 448 episodes that are available, you know, faith is central to my life and my faith in Christ is central to my life. So this is a really special day for me. And I feel like it's a little extra special because I get to release a mindset episode on Christmas Day. Like that just seems really exciting to me. And so even if you don't share my faith, I do honor other people's belief systems. I'm not antagonistic towards anyone, but I hope that you're willing to share in my joy of being able to celebrate the birth of Christ and the joy that has to offer that's been transformative in my life. And I love Jesus. Like, dang, totally changed my life and just led to so many blessings and richness and fullness. But I have to tell you something. I have to be totally transparent. I'm a horrible gift giver. <laughs> like, I am just going to throw myself under the bus right now that I am terrible at giving gifts, you guys. And I'm also terrible at receiving gifts. I've grown substantially, and that's what I'm going to share with you. But I want to share with you how I've grown, because I think that when we come to this time of year and all the holidays, and there's so many different holidays that are being celebrated from November until mid-January, that you just never know all these different holidays in birthdays included that are year round, like gift giving can be really awkward and it can be more awkward as we mature in life. Like, oh my gosh, do I need to give this person a gift? How many people do I need to give gifts to? Who needs to have a gift? How much am I spending for this gift? And there are just so many things that we can become consumed with that we end up missing out on the actual meaning and reason and merits behind like, why am I even giving a gift? And so that's what I want to dive into today. I will admit that when I was a kid, I was an amazing, extraordinary gift giver. And I was really, really generous. I remember learning maybe when I was fourth grade-ish, I learned how to hand stitch And so I hand stitched these little stockings out of felt, I think, and made them cute and embellished it a little bit. And then I found things that my grandparents liked. So the one that stands out to me is for my gramps. That's how I affectionately called my mom's dad. Um, You know, you got to have your different names to identify who's who. But anyway, so for gramps, he loved black licorice and I saved my money. And I did this for all my different grandparents, but for him, I remember distinctly, I bought him black licorice flavored jelly bellies and filled it into this little tiny stocking, probably the size of an adult hand and gave that to him. And I can remember even to this day, even though I'm pushing 50, I can still remember him on the couch and me like 
excited, but also a little bit nervous. Like, is he going to like it? Is he not going to like it? And I'm going to give it to him. And I worked on this. How's this going to land? And I remember he's sitting on the couch in this really beautiful family room and he received it with so much joy. He even opened the little package and had a couple of the jelly bellies. That meant the world to me as a kid. And as a kid, I would go out of my way to remember important dates. And I would rally my brothers even to like in college, Hey guys, do you know that mom's birthday is around the corner? Do y'all want to chip in and blah, blah, blah. And so I would do that. So for some reason I had this whole experience where I could orchestrate gifts and I could think about that. And then something happened. And honestly, I don't know what it was. I don't think that it really matters because what matters is, is that This is where a lot of us land. A lot of us end up finding ourselves in these awkward parts where we don't know how to give. And more importantly, we don't know how to receive. And the receiving part, I know that's the part that we're going to focus on because the receiving part is actually usually more complicated and more challenging for us than the giving part. It's really comfortable for most of us to be the generous person and to be like, oh, here, look what I got you, right? That's the easy role to give. But what happens when you didn't buy a gift for the person and they have a gift for you and they hand you a gift and you have nothing to give in return and you are simply receiving? How does that make you feel? That used to make me feel so so miserably uncomfortable. I could not bear it. Right. And so I would feel like, oh my gosh, they got me something and I didn't get them anything. And it turned into this internal battle. And guess what that means? It meant this for me. And it means this for most people. It means that now it's all about me. It's all about my ego. And the focus is no longer on the person's heart and their kindness. It's now all on me. And how am I looking? And am I saving face? Did I buy them a gift? Did I buy them a gift that was enough? Right. And we start playing this game in our head. And instead of receiving the gift of joy, we end up robbing every bit of it. I'm confident I am not the only conscious investor who has experienced this. Sometimes I feel like, and maybe you can relate to this, sometimes I feel like I'm undeserving. My daughter is an exceptional gift giver. She's limited. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see like I'm all teary-eyed because I think this is a linchpin for most of us, this heart of the matter. And it's easy when we receive things from children, but we have to apply the same towards our peer counterparts, our adult peers, right? My daughter, she works so hard. She saves money. She's an amazing saver. And she is incredibly, insanely thoughtful. And she comes up with these gifts for people. And she'll ask, oh, what do you want? And I'm like, I just want, (laughs) seriously, I'm like, sure, I want world peace, but just peace, just happiness. Let's just Hey, maybe you and your brother don't argue like that'd be the best gift in the world, right? Like if you didn't, you know, maybe antagonize them a little bit, 
all day. That would be amazing. (laughs) But she wants to give something physical and tangible. And she's really, really great at that. And she goes out of her way to buy things for people. And it's always something exceptional. And it's never something that's exceptionally expensive. You know, usually that five to $10 mark. (laughs) And she's clear about that. (laughs) And I love that. She's so clear about that. But with that, I know that it costs her. I know she would rather buy candy. Let's be real. She'd rather buy candy. She'd rather buy slime with her money. But she's taking this bit of money and she's saying, you are important to me. I value you. And I want to give of my very best to you. And I want to give you something I believe you're going to love. We can see that in kids. But a lot of times we feel very disconnected as adults and we miss that part of it. We have these past beliefs that start to taint us. They put this this cloud, this filter, this lens over how we're viewing gifts. We feel like we're undeserving of it. Maybe we feel like now we have that obligation. Now there's that power of reciprocity. Like, oh my gosh, they sent me a Christmas card. I have to send them a Christmas card. They gave me a gift. I have to give them a gift. They came to my birthday party. I have to go to their birthday party just goes on and on and on. And we encumber ourselves and completely miss the mark of simply receiving. And it becomes more complicated as we mature in life and as our means increase and our ability to provide for our needs and our wants increases. Now it becomes more complicated. It's like, well, I don't really need this. I don't really want this. Like, thank you. And again, we miss the mark. So what are three keys that we can use to moving beyond this position in our life, from moving beyond feeling undeserving? I just want to touch back on that for a moment and just think there are times where I've received gifts from friends and I know the struggles that they are facing and I know the financial challenges that they're facing. And the generosity that they demonstrate. And it's like, wow, wow. And I think a lot of us want to say like, no, no, don't spend your money on me. Don't, no, 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 no. And we take the joy from that moment instead of receiving it. Some people have that love language that is revolves around gift giving. That is how they express love. That's how they say I appreciate you. I care about you. You're important to me. So now when I receive gifts, I have shifted my mindset substantially. And I really focus on the heart. Has nothing to do with the dollar amount. Okay, caveat. Yes, there are some people who just want to be like, oh, here's this and they want it. But it's obvious. That is usually the most obvious thing in the world, right? We can see through that. But most of our friends and most of our family members, they're giving us gifts because they genuinely care. And even if they're like me and they're really not a great gift giver, (laughs) somehow I lost it. (laughs) But even if they're like me and they're no longer a great gift giver, they're still showing that care and that consideration. So I'm finding that focusing on the heart of it, focusing on I'm blown away. You're willing to spend money on me? Like, 
You're willing to spend your hard-earned money because you want to show in some capacity in your way, you want to show that you care about me, that you value me. No matter what the amount is, if it's a $5 Starbucks gift card or some crazy extravagant gift, whatever it is, like you are literally investing in me. You are choosing me. I was going to tell a story and I decided not to tell that story because I really do want to protect people and value people. I learned a lot through it and I grew so much through it, but sorry, conscious investor can't share that one, but I will share an interesting story with you about giving and receiving. And sometimes we can have that tender part of us. So knowing that I'm not a gift giver, and that's not my primary love language. So when I give gifts, it is effort on my part. It takes something from me. It takes thought, not just thought, but it takes more. I would rather write you a note and use words. That's my zone of genius in the love language space, right? And so when it comes to gifts, I struggle. And I think three years ago, I told Super Rad Steve, I realized I'm like, I like to have a bathrobe. And that's a weird thing, right? And it just told him like, you know, honey, if you want to get me something for Christmas, I would absolutely love a bathrobe. I know that's really weird. It's not something I've ever really wanted, but I, for some reason, would really love to have a bathrobe. And I said this to him multiple times leading into Christmas, because usually he's asking me, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And so I told him, told him, told him. And Christmas comes around and Christmas Day comes around. And there was no bathrobe. Honest, I was devastated. I literally just started crying because I'm self-reliant and I take care of myself. And if I want a bathrobe, I can go buy a bathrobe. And it felt like one of the most vulnerable things I had ever done. I was asking for a gift. This crossed so many lines of discomfort for me. But I crossed them and I just like pushed back against all those internal feelings and I did it and it failed. And I just started sobbing and I was like, I actually felt a bit of rejection. And so there's that part of the whole gift giving thing where we can feel like, oh, as much as a gift can be connecting to us, sometimes we can feel very unseen from a gift or lack thereof. And that can be hurtful. And so we have to be aware of those type of past experiences so that we're not allowing them to inform and taint everything else or all the gifts from everyone else, right? And so raising our level of awareness, you know, you hear me say that all the time is so important. Now I will say, The very next year, Super Rad Steve definitely did buy me a robe for Christmas. And then guess what? At that point, we laughed. We just literally laughed and chuckled because I had worked through and processed all of the emotions and I had shared that with him. And he was just an amazing husband and partner and received that and we grew through it. And so 
over the course of the year, we talk about the bathrobe. Are you going to get me a robe? (laughs) And he did. And now it brought so much joy, so much laughter. I grew internally. He grew. We all grew. So we have to look at our past beliefs so that we're not allowing those past beliefs and those past experiences to just come in and be a cancer to all the joy that is at our fingertips. Another element that is really challenging for me. So just recap, right? We want to focus on the heart of the gift. We want to challenge our past experiences so that we're not allowing those to come in and cripple and jade our ability to receive with joy. And that's where he comes to this third key. And that is, oh my gosh, it can be so difficult to accept, to receive. It can just be challenging, especially when we are self-reliant, ambitious, high performers, all of this, like, I got it. I can take care of it. Running and leading, we can sometimes get ahead of ourselves and forget how to graciously accept, how to receive things. So I want to encourage you that that is actually a practice. It's not something that you have to be good at all of a sudden. It's something that you can develop and cultivate with intention. And so if this isn't something, if accepting something from someone else is difficult and you're like, thank you, and you're reluctant, (laughs) if that's you, you're not alone. So many people battle this. So there's only one thing you need to do. Somebody hands you something, somebody gives you something. You just go to the heart of the matter Focus on the heart of the matter, dismiss the past beliefs that you've had, and simply accept it and say these words. Two words, they're magical. All you have to do is simply say, thank you. That's it. It is really that simple. Somebody gives you something, you can just simply say two words, thank you. Now, you could embellish that if you want. You could add a smile to your face. You could say, thank you so much. You could even say, thank you so much. This is so thoughtful. I really appreciate it. All of these things work. You do not need to add anything else to your thank you. You don't have to say, oh, thank you so much. This is my favorite thing I've ever received in the entire world. I can't even believe it. You're so thoughtful, but okay, be careful. Be mindful of your embellishing. You might cross some lines, right? And you might be receiving something that you don't really want. I don't like clutter in my house. A lot of my friends know this. I don't keep a ton of knickknacks and such. But I'll tell you what, one of my friends gave me, I'll get it real fast. Actually, I'll, I'll get two things. Two super cool gifts. So if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you'll get to see these. Um, This is something my daughter bought me a couple of Christmases ago. You can see it's a bird. It's a really heavy metal bird from really one of our favorite little shops here in our town. It's the the shop, little sidebar. It's the shop when I first came to our small town. I was like, well, I'm not a small town girl, but dang, this shop is super cute and the people are very, very friendly. And so anyway, Simone bought this for me at that shop and it's a heavy, probably like a cast metal bird because 
I, my logo for my investing company is a birdcage and birds are really important. And then I had another good friend who used to edit my podcast. She found these keys. And you always hear me say, even on this episode, the key is, and this happens to be a cluster of three keys, right? So these are really thoughtful, very, very special, meaningful gifts that made me feel like, wow, I'm so deeply seen. Like my family and my friends know what my mission and my vision and my calling is, right? And so I keep these in my studio here where I can see them. They're in line of sight. Obviously, I could go pick them up and everything. And when people give you things, we can just simply receive it, right? I didn't have to tell little miss or my friend, this is the best gift. Don't worry, I've got you something also. I didn't have to do anything like that. You see, receiving doesn't mean that we have to have something else to give them. Receiving is just simply receiving. Thank you. So as you are navigating, not just this very Merry Christmas, but anytime that there is an exchange taking place of giving where you are the recipient, I hope you remember these three keys. (laughs) Oh, I break the glass top of my desk, these three keys. I hope you remember these three keys to receiving and just bringing the joy. Remember, focus on the person's heart. Focus on the intention. You are valued. You are thought of. I could equally show you a few things in my studio where they're things that I've kept, but they're not things that I personally like, but they're meaningful to me because somebody like I was so deeply thought of and that person gave that to me and the intention and the heart and that's what I see when I see those gifts. So focus on the heart, challenge your past beliefs. Don't let them invade the present future and flex that muscle Flex that receiving muscle, that accepting muscle. And just remember the worst case scenario, two words, embellishing is totally fine, but don't over embellish. Thank you. Conscious investor, I wish you the very merriest Christmas. I know that holidays in general can be very complicated for a lot of people. I haven't shared this, so this is just going to be a little bonus for those of you who've stayed on. But this year, my family, we actually celebrated Thanksgiving alone for the first time ever. We weren't with friends. We weren't with family. And we just celebrated as our family. And honestly, it was the most challenging thing for me. Leading into that day, I felt awkward. I felt like I was maybe going to scar my kids for life because this is supposed to be a celebration with friends and family, and it's just going to be our family. And I went through so many internal elements during that time leading into Thanksgiving, and I didn't realize it fully until the day came and it was the best Thanksgiving that we've ever experienced. Now, we've loved our past Thanksgiving. Please don't get me wrong. But everybody in the family was like, this was amazing. This is so peaceful. This is so restful. And it was so much fun. And I guess what I did wasn't stuck in the kitchen cooking. Like we all worked together. It was just this really beautiful moment. I also remember in my early 20s, spending Christmas day all alone, literally. I remember 
my partner at the time was working and as a medic. And so, well, all right. And I was away from my family and I went up to a ski resort and I snowboarded all day, Christmas day alone. And that is really a painful time. That was excruciating time in my past. And so I say this because I know that these holidays, this whole sequence of holidays can be very emotionally taxing on people. And I want to honor that. I've been there. And I hope that if you are in a situation like that, I hope that I can maybe be proof of concept that it's not forever and that there is hope because I've had so many beautiful experiences since my difficult alone Christmas in my 20s. I've had a lot of other far better experiences. So if that's you, you're not alone. I've been in those shoes. And at some point, I think I should probably go into and share more about that with you, Conscious Investor, because that might support a lot of you. So we're going to give, maybe, but most of all, whatever happens, we're going to receive with joy. We're going to receive the gift of life with joy. We're going to receive material gifts with joy. We're going to receive all of the food gifts that we may or may not want to bring into our world with joy because we're thought of and we're cared for and we're thought of. That's amazing. I appreciate you, Conscious Investor. I want to give one special announcement. I know this is elongated, I guess. Hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I wanted to let you know that I am opening up, and some of you received some information on this, but I am opening up another coaching slot. I have not opened up a slot. I believe it's been six months since I opened up a coaching slot. I can see the power of it. I was working with a client um, that I meet with once a month, and she literally was saying like, we were looking back on her past six months and she's like, I can't thank you enough. Like this has completely changed my life. And I realized like what a gift that is. I have the blessing of being able to see these changes taking place in high performers lives and people that are willing to invest and simply say, I'm done living this version of this life. I know I have more and I'm not going to settle. And I want to reach out and I want to have help. So if that's you, and if you're serious, and I've said this, like I'm just not going to dance around it. There is a price tag. There is a price to admission and I'm not going to dance around it. I know I personally paid that price of admission into multiple things because I didn't want to settle. And I was tired of being frustrated, hitting that wall, hitting what felt like a glass ceiling. And now, you know, I have no glass ceilings. There is no end. I have that freedom now to explore endlessly how God created me and my greater contribution to the world. That all stemmed from my willingness to invest. And so I know the power of that. And I know the power of what's happening in my clients' lives. So if you are ready to say, I'm not living this life anymore, I am going to get the support I need to take life to the next level, to really unleash all of my potential, to overcome the mental obstacles that I can't see that are holding me back. I'm going to live to my maximum potential and figure it out. Like we've got this. Okay. So if that's you, shoot me an email at let's do julie at julieholly 
www.thecoachmentor.com. I appreciate you, Conscious Investor, and I wish you the very merriest Christmas and a very, very happy new year. So I guess I get to release a new year's episode also. I'm excited about that. Until next time, cheers to health, mindset, and wealth. Are you enjoying this episode? Help spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend or family member. Because really, where would any of our lives be without other people sharing great content with us? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms and with those you care about. And remember, tag me at Happy Julie Holly. 